Welcome back, everybody, to Clicks and Bricks, where every day I talk about business and technology. If you like business and technology, smash that like button and subscribe to the channel. Let us know what you like about it. Make sure you leave some comments, too, so that I know um, what to be talking about, because this is all for you. Today, we're just going to go over headline news again uh, while we're getting some... We had some mix-ups with the show. Um, our producer uh, went on to greener pastures, so we had a little hiccup. We had a whole bunch of stuff planned. And um, we took some steps backwards. So our our business spotlight segment is going to be pushed back a couple of weeks. So uh, which is the biggest downfall there. But anyway, moving forward, today's episode is sponsored by Hosterian. Um, Hosterian is your private cloud provider. We are your local private cloud provider, and we build and maintain private clouds at eighty percent less than the big guys. So if you're looking for cloud services, you need IT resources please hit us up and we will uh, do the best we can for you. Moving on to the very first topic of the day. Oh, if you want to join my text line community, 314-370-2871. Just send a text message asking me any question or you can just drop in and say hi and I'll, you'll be in my text line community. I'll never try to sell you anything in that text line community. I'll just drop tips and tricks. Uh, sometimes there's a lot of crypto uh, currency stuff that I'm because I follow cryptocurrency every day. Um, I don't talk about it as much as I follow it by sh for sure, uh, but technology, if I see some deals uh, out in the marketplace, I'll, I'll pop that in there. Sometimes it's just motivational um, stuff, so uh, it's good fun. On to the first topic. Millions of web cameras and baby monitor feeds are exposed. This has been going on for a very long time, right? I remember when, when webcams first started becoming really popular, there was a couple search strings you could just search in Google and just roll through open webcams. But this seems a little bit worse, right? So they're expecting 83 million devices uh, with this SDK, which SDK is a piece of software that it's a developer package that people use to take to basically a shortcut to get their application done. So um, ThoroughTech, Kaylee, Kaylai, K-A-L-A-Y, I'm not sure how to say it is this SDK in question, and the flaw is in the registration mechanism between the devices and the mobile application. Um, and the connection hinges on these UIDs, a user ID. So every device has a user ID, and once you know what that user ID is, you can start searching for it, Googling it, brute forcing it. Unfortunately, the old hacks that we used to just kind of goof off with were letting you view these cameras these new um, hacks are, they're taking control of the camera. And on top of that, I think that that connection is also not, not just for video cameras, right? It's got all kinds of other functionalities that, that people are using this SDK for, like uh, probably smart light bulbs, uh, smart locks. So big, big one is the smart lock, right? If you have a smart lock on your house and it's using that SDK and it's exploitable, then well, the criminals can just unlock your door, right? So. Really make sure that you have good firewalls in place, that you're not exposing these things to the world. If you are, you should know exactly what you're exposing to the world. Otherwise, keep it very, very locked down. Um, yeah, this, the day is like a lot of negative hacking stuff, right? This is kind of a, I'm kind of getting bummed out with all this hacking stuff. I kind of, so let's look for more, more happy stories later down the road um, on technology, because this hacking crap and tech um, it's important, but it's a little exhausting if that's all you're talking about is the hacking and the security of stuff, right? And there's a lot more fun stuff out there. Um, 
T-Mobile data breach is not one that you can ignore. 100 million people were affected. Now, at the surface, this doesn't look any worse than the Equinix hack, right? They have a bunch of my data. Right, so the hackers, you're on T-Mobile, the hackers have all your data. You probably assumed that the hackers had all your data before that. However, um, oh, and they held it for ransom, right? They held the data. But, I mean, we got another story later about ransomware, and if, if you pay the ransom, you're going to get hit again. Chances are. So, um, it, it, once they have the data, the damage is done, right? As far as getting the da data. Recovering the data is another, for your own purposes, another another whole situation. But, um, I mean, they only wanted $280,000 for 100 million users' data. I think that's probably pretty cheap. Uh, but the big part here is that they got the IM... EA numbers, which is the unique identifier. So I think long term, if I had a T-Mobile phone right now, I would be asking for a new SIM card or a new EIM number, I-M-E-I -E number, um, because I think this is going to be SIM card hacking long, long term, right? So I believe that if you have anything, I would put into question if I had a T-Mobile phone, anything that I had two-party authentication for that was sending me a text message to authenticate, which is a lot of websites right now. A lot of websites do that. And I don't believe if you have T-Mobile that you can trust today your number until you get a new IEMI number uh, because it's going to be, I think they're just one step. If they haven't already, they're just one step away from, from hacking your phone number and being able to intercept your text messages, which means your Google third-party authentication, all those third-party authentications that use SMS or text messaging to authenticate you. If you're on T-Mobile, I think you're vulnerable right now. So I would definitely be on the phone with T-Mobile if I had that service. Luckily for me, I don't uh, anymore. Uh, it was a good service when I had it. I, didn't, I never minded T-Mobile. It was a good, reasonable service. I just went to Google Fi. Um, so I just like that, that concept better. Um, we are not quite to the halfway point. So Facebook could be forced to sell off gift platform Giphy in response to UK regulators. Um, I mean, they could just sell, they could probably branch it to two different companies, right? Have a UK Giphy and a US Giphy. I'm not sure why UK regulations are so up in arms about this, but Facebook has um, soon required to spin off Giphy in response to concerns to the UK regulations and give up control of that company's massive library of gifts. I'm not sure why. Do you know why the UK doesn't like that? Okay, so Facebook bought Giphy, shut down Giphy. Uh oh. Okay, so Facebook bought Giphy, did some crazy, probably not too crazy, marketing campaign to promote the product, and the the government doesn't like that. But they're saying it's a intense antitrust security by the government. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why. I think, you know, you get so big and people are just after you for whatever, right? I mean, I don't see what, what Facebook owning Giphy has to do with anything. Anybody else can do a library of gifts, right? I mean, that's not a, there's no proprietary data behind Giphy, I don't think. It's just, it's library of gifts, right? I mean, it's not, even um, 
font awesome, there's some proprietary, like, they give you the short codes for the fonts, right? Giphy doesn't even do that. It's just like, download this GIF and use it. So, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, halfway through, uh, the rest of the segment is sponsored by Inlink.com. Inlink.com, report made easy. My Inlink.com account is Inlink.com forward slash Ken. From there, you can see all of my different profiles, my TikTok, my Instagram, my Facebook, my um, Inlink, uh, my all of my social media profiles, my Cash Ass, my Venmo, all of them, right? I think I've got 30 total <laughs> social medias. My Thriller, uh, <laughs> but I don't ever post anything there. Um, all those things. So if you uh, go to inlink.com, sign up for your free account today before your name has been taken. And moving on, uh, this one is a real bummer for me. Um, I'm a big crypto fan and 600 million dollars worth of cryptocurrency was stolen and uh, but it was given back right i think it's being given back i think that the transactions are are ticking through the blockchain right now last i read it was 4.8 million dollars worth of the six million dollars was recovered so far so there's a couple of different angles that you can look at here the hacker said that he was never interested in the money that he was just trying to show the community that this particular exploit and so he got it and then and this is on the Poly Network, which is even a bigger bummer for me, um, because I am a I'm a big if you, if you if you know me outside of the show, you've probably heard me talk about Polygon and Matic um, at some point in our lives together. But so it was the Polygon Network that was attacked, and Polygon is a network that wants to tie multiple blockchains together, uh, which is a, a beautiful thing, and that's what was exploited. They did offer him. The hacker, they offered a half a million dollars for him to show the exploit, and he just said, I'm not interested in money, right? Um, but, I, you know, he said, I'd love to figure out the blind spot in the architecture of the Poly Network. And I, I don't know if he did help or not, right? So, but they're, they're plugging that holes. So they're, they're fixing it. Um, the actually, Matic coins haven't take that, did not take that big of a hit at all. Um, the, the whole cryptocurrency world right now, at least on the altcoins, is booming pretty good. Um, it's not my advice to jump in the market. You do what you want to do, do your own research, and, and go. But I am, um, at least 10% of my, my, my savings is in Polygon. <laughs> um, and it got hacked. So, But I think it's, it's still a, a, good, a good, valuable token. Um, I think long term it will overcome all of these hurdles. This is an interesting one. If you live in a home or even a condo, I think, if you own any real estate in the United States, you've probably been offered by somebody, I'll buy your house for cash fast. No need to fix it up, all those things. And you probably also know somebody that's buying a home that is paying some god awfully number more than asking, which is this weird thing that we're in. It turns out that. The dot-com, Zillow, has raised $450 million bond deal, uh, the money they need to do to purchase homes in the United States. And uh, Open Door went public um, to scale as quickly as they can. So what they're doing is they're just they're buying houses at, at a breakneck speed, and they don't even care at this point if the, if the initial investment's gonna be profitable or not. They're just trying to make sure that they beat everybody to the market. So I think we're gonna see some really cool, with Open Door and Zillow, we're gonna see some pretty cool tech, almost like a Carvana for homes, 
where you can just go and sell your house and, and buy buy one. And I guess they're wanting to to control their position. They want to own the inventory instead of dealing with all these contingencies. Uh, if you ever bought a home, especially if somebody lives in it, or if you sold your house, you're, it's miserable. It absolutely sucks. I hate it. Um, so it, it's, it's an interesting concept. The spokesperson added that the company has added has an additional dream that people one day will sell one home on Zillow and then buy another one through the website too. Um, it's absolutely insane. The, the housing market, if you could, that was a horrible time. To, it's a great time to sell your house because you can get a lot of money for it. Or if you don't want to fix it up, you can sell it as is really easy right now too for a discount. Um, but I think it's a bad time to sell your house right now. If you were to sell your house, if you were to sell and rent for a couple of years and let this market get back to normal, then I think, but I don't know what new normal is going to be like. Um, uh, the C CEO of uh, Zillow, his last statement here is that the, the world is going to one click. Why not real estate? And I, I, I don't totally disagree with them, but you know, there's some shit you need to look at. <laughs> um, but when you buy a home, right, you need to make sure you fit in the bathtub. You need to make sure that the windows you like um, and those kinds of things. I guess you can go so, some kind of community trusts if it appraised okay and all that stuff. But I don't know. Buying a house is a pretty personal, personal thing. But you know, I said the same thing about pants probably 15 years ago. I'd never buy pants online. I want to go to the. I want to go there and try them on, and you know all this other stuff. And now I'm not stepped into a dressing booth in a decade at least so last topic of today again another bummer a third of all global companies a third um, have experienced a ransomware attack in the last 12 months it's crazy what it doesn't say is was it a successful ransomware attack or not right it doesn't say if they paid the ransom or not if I think my gut is that if they've got data from you Paying the ransom is useless. They've already, you, I think you have to assume that once your data has been exploited, it's exploited and they've copied it, they've sent it, they've duplicated it. It's in a thousand different places by the, right after they get it, right? They're not gonna just, I would not trust somebody that steals data from you to delete it once you paid them the ransom, right? <laughs> um, so the, I think the more common uh, ransomwares that actually work is the crypto locks. The crypto locks or the DDoS attacks, I think. so bringing the company offline completely to where they can't do any work uh, with a distributed denial of service attack on their network is probably a really good way to get ransom if you want it. Um, there are ways to mitigate that risk and that would be, um, it's pretty technical though, to mitigate the risk of a DDoS attack. You have to know routing, you have to be able to have a DDoS mitigation network and you have to be able to do green tunnels to remove that traffic and create new inbound routes for your network, um, which is, if you don't have the right network set up, you can't, right? If you don't have BGP already in play, then you really can't do that anyway. Um, so if you're a small network, you're just dead in the water until they stop. They just have to stop the DDoS attack. You talk to the upstream providers, it takes forever. Um, the other one, the crypto locks. So on the crypto lock, the very easy solution there is just back your shit up, people. Right? Always keep it backed up. Like we talk about this nonstop almost to where like we've stopped talking about it for so long because it's like, guys, if you're not going to listen back at your stuff, this is basic stuff, right? You need three copies of your data. You need your production copy of your data. You need a local copy backup and you need an offsite backup 
copy of your data. You always have to have three copies. If your data is important to you at all, and you know, have you ever owned a computer that didn't crash? Ever. Like the one that you're currently working on is the only one that hasn't crashed yet. Right? There's still only two kinds of computers, those that have crashed and those that haven't crashed yet. Um, so you, you got to back it up. And that's just to crash is one part of why you back it up. It also defends you from this crypto locker stuff, right? And it protects you from a lot of um, other kinds of exploits. So back it up, back it up, back it up nonstop. Be vigilant. The fact that people are paying ransomware because somebody has crypto locked their data and they don't know how to get it back is absolutely absurd. These are these are very affordable solutions today. I, I, can, I can see 20 years ago it was really costly to, to get an offsite backup, but today this stuff is, you know, we, we sell offsite backups for as little as 10 cents per gig per month, right? Uh, that's the software support, everything. So there's just absolutely no need not to have your data backed up um, locally and remotely in a secured fashion and all those other things. That's all I have for you today, folks. If you want to join my text line community again, 314-370-37, totally wrong, 314-370-2871. Woo, it's been a crazy day so far. Thanks a lot for joining me. Get to work.